As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Handsome Podcast. It's your one-stop shop for everything handsome. Uh, I'm Mae Martin. I'm joined by my co-host. Oh, Fortune Feimster. <laughs> Tig Notaro. Woo! Should I have said your names? No, I think that was good. I think we nailed that. We yeah. nailed it. We nailed it. You nailed it. That was very handsome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Handsome work. <laughs> um. Wait. Tig, you're going viral? Well, I did just get an alert from our producer, Thomas, um, that... Fortune, did you know I was going viral, or did Thomas alert you? Thomas alerted me. He's got his finger on the pulse of anything viral. And anything LGBTQ <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, Fortune, explain to me what's happening. Recently, there was a Supreme Court ruling that this woman had filed a while back in Colorado that she was a web designer, did not care for making wedding websites for gay couples. And uh, it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. They ruled in her favor. So there is a TikTok going around of a clip from your show, One Mississippi, Mm -hmm. where you Mm -hmm. are talking to someone at a hospital and they're, I'm assuming, very rude to you Mm -hmm. and not helpful. Yep, my stepfather in that episode is in the hospital, and I'm trying to go back to see him and visit him, and the woman is not letting me back. And so at the top of the video, it says, life now after yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, and that's gone viral on TikTok and Twitter. Hmm. I got I got to watch it. I don't I I'm not getting the connection. <laughs> yeah. So basically oh, it's, oh, because saying it's that, like oh you, no one has to let you do anything. Yeah, now people can deny really discriminate really on a discriminate. whole other level. Yeah. They don't right. have to mm-hmm. uh, they can deny you any services anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice that there's the silver lining <laughs> is Tig's gone viral. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's the silver lining. I'm not yeah. on, are you on TikTok, May? No, no, I, I'm too, I have too addictive of a brain. I would just be mm-hmm. on it all the time. Mm-hmm. I am on it. Are you? And are you addicted to it? I'm not addicted to it, but there are times where you Said can, the addict. You can go in a <laughs> rabbit hole. Um, uh-huh. I don't do that often, but on the road, uh-huh. sometimes I'm bored uh-huh. and you do get into that scroll, scroll, scroll. Because once you watch one video, say, there's like a lot of random like murder stuff on there. Um, mm. like cases you love a murder I love a murder and mm. there'll be like some random case I'll be like oh I never heard this and you get sucked into this like TikTok explaining it then you mm. keep scrolling and now the algorithm knows oh this person's into murder then all these cases start popping up and then wow. you're like well god dang it now I gotta learn about this one uh, but if that's okay. with anything say you watch a video of someone singing now you gotta mm-hmm. the next one someone's singing you're like well they have a beautiful voice Keep scrolling. Now I gotta hear all the beautiful. Yeah, I can't go to bed now. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it does allow you to go down a rabbit hole pretty easy. Yeah, I was always confused because I'm not on TikTok, and then I'll go places, and somebody will say, "Hey, I love your stuff on TikTok." 
And yeah, I'm like, I get that too. Yeah, and I'm always like, what? I don't even understand what's happening in the TikTok world because I'm not on that. That does happen where people somehow will just pull a clip or an audio thing from something mm-hmm. and suddenly they post it and it's everywhere. Like Tom Papa has a, I do a radio show with him and he yeah. has a bit about making a person and then someone pulled that audio and then all these moms would put that audio, wow. his bit about making a person and they would like lip sync to it or have their own video to it. And mm. no one even knew it was Tom. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just a, it was just a, a random man's voice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought TikTok was just these dances, like these weird dances. Yeah. And so then when people would go, I love your stuff on TikTok, I'd be like, am I like sleep dancing? <laughs> these Like doing choreographed <laughs> dances? I don't know about. So then probably they made a clip of like clips of yours have probably been pulled from uh-huh. Feel Good yeah. or something or stand up. And they're yeah. just out there and people are commenting on them or you can duet them or lip yeah. sync to them. It's a whole thing. I remember yeah. when I was doing the movie with uh, Reese and Ashton called Your Place or Mine, and mm-hmm. I had a line in there that I say to Ashton about my wife. Uh-huh. I say, um, yeah, she's just making a bunch of TikTok recipes or something like that. And I remember while I was delivering that line thinking, I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> what a TikTok <laughs> recipe is. Or I don't even yeah. know if that's exactly the line, but I I was just... You're like, do I put the emphasis on the tick or the talk? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I'd heard of TikTok, but I didn't know... I don't know. I just wasn't quite sure what I guess I thought TikTok was dancing and stuff like that, too. So I wasn't I don't know. I was just like, okay, I guess they do a bunch of recipes on TikTok. I hope somebody takes the some audio from that, from you explaining <laughs> yes. that you don't know TikTok, and they make a TikTok. And make it go viral. Whoever does it, make it go viral. Make it go viral. Please. And then when did my viral videos start going? 18 hours ago. Mm-hmm. So we're on the cusp of your viral video. explosion okay i don't want to brag i have a video making okay. the circuit right now oh really uh from a subaru dealership um because <laughs> in uh an episode of that fubar show i do i say something like i drive a subaru because i'm gay and it's like <laughs> promoting their subarus and then it cuts to that <laughs> That's so funny. And wait, Subaru made it? <laughs> no, no, like not not like the Subaru oh, people, oh. but like an independent car Gay dealership that sells Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an actual car dealership yeah, made it. A car dealership. Oh, that's so funny. And I that's was like, great. people kept sending me sending me like, did you see this? I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> so yeah, you, uh... it can morph into anything, really. Yeah. Okay. Look at us. Look at us grandmas. I know. (laughs) Or grand people. Grand people. Grand people. Yeah. Yeah. Grand person. Grand persons. Is that what I'm going to be if I'm a grand? Am I going to be a grand person? You might be a grand person. Yeah. Yeah. Or or I'll, you know, people like make up new words. Like Mm -hmm. if it's a gender neutral thing, they're like, I'm bebop or whatever. I'm I'm bebop. Call me bebop. Yeah. Great, I'm, great bebop. I'm Nana. <laughs> Nana. <laughs> I'm not having kids, be, so I guess I won't be a grand person. Well, you say mama. that, but maybe you'll, you know, have a pregnancy test and boom, it'll surprise you. You never know. Yeah. It could really come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
I already look like I'm pregnant. Because <laughs> of the feel hair? Like I'm pregnant now yeah, the hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what were you saying, May? Oh, it was unpleasant. I just was, I feel like I'm pregnant now because I'm having an allergic reaction to coconut. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. Have you, <laughs> we don't have to dwell on it. Well, I am curious. Though, have you always been allergic to coconut? Yeah, I didn't know for my whole childhood. So I would eat like a coconut cream pie. Like I loved it and really love it. Mm-hmm. And then be so violently ill. And then um, I dated this girl who her big thing was she could make coconut sticky rice. <laughs> that was her big thing. Oh, everyone like, knew it about her. My signature dish. <laughs> yeah. And we were we were teenagers, but we were living in a sketchy apartment. And she'd be like, I'm going to make tofu and coconut sticky rice. And I was so proud that I had a girlfriend who I lived with who made this sticky rice like I just we were like playing house almost yeah and then uh so I was eating it all the time I think I was sick for a year I was so sick and then uh yeah it it turns out I'm allergic to coconut you're like I'm either being slowly poisoned and we'll read about it on Dateline or I'm allergic to coconut and it's in everything like in a lot of vegan food coconut Uh, oil coconut flour quit trying to make the quit trying to take me down how do you know (laughs) you are not just not supposed to eat an entire coconut cream pie it could be that or just like tons of coconut sticky rice Mm-hmm. And made in a sketchy apartment with a dirty pan. Yeah, <laughs> could be that. Could be the dirty pan. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm allergic to anything. Mm. Congrats! Thank like you. nothing, no medication. No, you don't sneeze on a in a point Mm-mm. in the certain season. No. Are you allergic to rude people? Yeah, you know, I don't people like, always go. I don't like ah. mean people. Yeah, <laughs> that'll I, make I her. I want to tell people that I'm allergic to strawberries because. I have this weird texture thing where I cannot stand the biting down on a strawberry, the little hard seeds. Oh. I have a like a violent reaction to They're that. They're not like, that hard, by the no, way. No, I know, but like... The, <laughs> They're some, so tiny. Something about that texture in my mouth makes me like literally gag. So <laughs> I love the flavor of strawberry, but I can't eat an actual strawberry and everyone thinks I'm insane. So at this point, I just... Sometimes I just have to be like, I'm allergic to strawberries. To avoid the conversation. Yeah, because they don't accept my, yeah. that I just don't like the texture of it. Well, you know, those aren't the only tiny seeds. There's obviously plenty of other seeds. There's chia seeds. Do you gag when any um, other tiny seed is in there? What is? Yeah, I don't do yeah, chia seeds. I don't. So raspberries and those blackberries are in the same vein as strawberries. Huh. Um, but I can't eat sesame seeds. It's, I, guys. That's a different I thing. I can't of, explain it. Now, but, if you care at all, some of the most healthy fruit. Yeah. Berries. So if you can have blueberries. <laughs> I'll do blueberries. I would highly recommend blueberries on a daily basis. A nice little handful. Wild blueberries, even better. Mm. What do blueberries do for you? Full of antioxidants. Okay. Cancer fighting, all of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, what were you going to say, May, before I was getting health advice? Oh, I don't, nothing of worth. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost said something there about our non-binary ants called antioxidants, but it didn't work in my head. It was like a half-baked thing. <laughs> antioxidants? <laughs> Antioc- antioxidants, but it wasn't good enough. Well, we, pre- we appreciate it. It still made the cut it because you said it. It's, good. it's getting in that <laughs> handsome pod. But it'll yeah. it'll haunt you for the rest of your life. It's not going to go viral. <laughs> no, it's not no. going to be a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be an interesting first um, step into TikTok is if you tried that joke out, you know? Hey, guys, I'm new to TikTok. Uh, I got this one thing. It's kind of half-baked, but... <laughs> that picture of you during the pandemic went viral as well, Tig, when you did the zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I remember seeing that a lot. Tig's gone viral a number of times. Yeah. Congratulations. For having cancer. For and having then cancer, for being, you're set at Largo. Yeah, and then for being um, sexy AF is what yep. was on Twitter. Yeah, sexy AF with a cigar. Uh-huh. Yeah, and now go on Twitter for... My show, One Mississippi. For a person being mean to you because you're gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what a life. Yes. What a life. What a life. And then there's Fortune with the billboard in Times Square. Do you have one now? Um, yeah. I, I do this radio show for Sirius XM for Netflix, and they posted this big mug on a Whoa. billboard uh, for Pride Month. So, you know, mm-hmm. two, oh, no. two steps forward. One, two steps back. And if you look closely, you see um, strawberry seeds all mm-hmm. in her teeth. Yeah. 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 This was all a, a charade. Actually, she loves strawberry seeds. I mean, the two of you with strawberry and coconut ice cream. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. Let's not even talk about coconut. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. May is in pain. Yeah. Just pushing through it for us. Yeah. Maybe it'll make me funnier, but it doesn't feel like it so far. <laughs> Well, we have to check back with your TikTok video. Yeah, we'll see how many how many shares. Yeah, how many shareholders <laughs> drop out. People are really investing in that joke. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No, I know that we will be airing this after this has already happened, but mm-hmm. do you guys have any plans for the 4th? The 4th of July? Mm-hmm. May, another big party? I'm going to go to the beach. Alone? This, yeah, yeah, just have a think. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna gaze at the waves and have a little think about things no i'm gonna go with uh, some americans to the beach I, and I, I don't know what people do on the fourth of july i think i don't want to wait till the night to wait for fireworks and stuff so i think i'll just sit in the sun i love that you specifically said with americans yeah um, yeah because do you typically hang uh, with americans well or even just acknowledge where everyone's from i'll be out there with some uh, australians and uh, there is one because <laughs> i'm coming off the back of canada day and mm. like assembling all the all the canucks i'm like mm-hmm. i just want to clarify that i'm not taking canadians to the beach on july 4th yeah get I'm, them I'm off gonna, our beach yeah I'm, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna immerse myself in your culture but if a canadian a fellow canadian wanted to join you're not gonna that say you can't come only americans i'd say like keep it on the dl (laughs) but you can come yeah i will yeah it feels like a similar vibe to canada day right yeah barbecue vibe what what are you guys gonna do i have no plans no that's that's why i wanted to live vicariously (laughs) through you two well that's sad i know we're going with some um eastern europeans to um (laughs) the movie theater (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, our um, our kids have a friend 
uh, whose parents are renting out uh, a movie theater. What? Whoa. Well, people were doing that during the pandemic for like $200. True. You could rent out a movie theater. No way. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. no one was going to the movies. So they were like, you can have the whole thing for the yeah. two hours. And then they wow. make the money on the, the snacks and mm-hmm. uh, make money anywhere because they were making zero. And so yeah. people are still kind of doing that sometimes. And so this kid's parents rented a, a movie theater out. Just to to hang? <laughs> Or yeah, were they just, gonna watch a movie? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch um, not Noah's Ark, <laughs> the Pixar movie that's out right now. No, oh, Noah's Ark would be a weird choice. What kids movies yeah. out right now? Of the Lost Ark. Oh, Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Indiana Jones. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yeah, we're gonna Indiana watch Indiana Jones. Jones. You're like, where's that and, and Ark? Noah's Ark? You know that <laughs> Ark. Yeah. <laughs> and so you and you and Stephanie are gonna go and watch it as well. Yep, we're going to take uh, Max and Finn and go Aww. get some little uh, vegan gummies that they sell there and just chomp away. Wow, I, I wonder if it, it'll be scary for them, seeing Harrison Ford so old. <laughs> I thought you just meant they don't, the plot. You're like, no, seeing him old. <laughs> I was going to say they don't know who he is, but they've seen Star Wars, so I'd have to okay. explain that that's who that is. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I saw the original. Original? Originals? There's yeah. a lot. Yeah, okay. There's, uh, there's, th- there's three solid ones, and then there's okay. one new one. one that... Yeah, I saw, I saw the original. Well, I okay. am available that day. Okay. So tell I'll, I'll ask, call, your friend, ask your friends and Max's friend's mom <laughs> if they have Can room. I bring this random <laughs> friend? <laughs> she just doesn't have anywhere to go. I know there's my other, room in my that other friends on the beach having time alone. <laughs> Hello, darkness. We got invited. We got invited to a friend's house where it's a lot yeah, of kids, right. um, but they are going to be setting off fireworks. And I was like, I don't know if this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not into the novices setting off fireworks. I would prefer professionals to be involved. Yeah. And dogs get stressed. Mm-hmm. And cats and birds and squirrels. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Why am I only thinking about the dogs? Yeah. Because they're domesticated and yeah. close to humans. Anthropomorphized. Yeah. Then I will have no part of this. I'll just, yeah. I'm will i going to sit at home and make myself a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or and a I'm salad. proud or a to salad. be an American. <laughs> where at least I know I'm free. Should we get into our question? We sure shall. I have a lovely question here from the great Nina West, who is a drag queen, an actor, a singer. Uh, Some of you might know Nina West from RuPaul's Drag Race on season 11, where she killed it. Super Mm. great. And has been uh, on the national tour of Hairspray, currently playing Edna. Oh, wow. Yeah. So really fantastic person. And uh, Nina has a question for us. Hey, Handsome Pod. It's me, Nina West from RuPaul's Drag Race. And I've got a question for you today. What inspires you to create? All right. There we go. Okay. Nina Nina is like the embodiment of happiness. Yeah. What a joyful um, cadence. (laughs) Yeah. She was Miss Congeniality on her season of RuPaul's Drag Race and then now does a lot of stuff with Disney. Yeah. Actually has that kind of Disney vibe, right? Yeah. 
Speaking of Disney, <laughs> Disney's really stepped it up with the LGBTQ community. Oh, yeah. in a good way? Oh, yeah. Like, they have, like, gay days. And not just that, but threatening to, like, take their whole situation out of Florida. Whoa, my God. That is mm-hmm. really good. Well, they have a ton of gay people that go to Disney. Like, Oh, yeah. I so, mean, a lot of straight people do, too, but, you know. Uh, no, some say it's the gayest place on Earth. <laughs> I, I The last time I was there, I saw, actually, a lot of the employees who, like, do the VIP tours who were passing me, because I wasn't doing one. Uh-huh. They were, there were, like, a lot of a lot of queer looking employees mm-hmm. yeah so i thought that was pretty cool yeah it's it's been quite a, a turn of events yeah very inclusive mm-hmm. so is it disney that inspires you to create <laughs> disney <laughs> is my whole inspiration yeah a whole new world <laughs> oh that that's beautiful. beautiful thank you i haven't even seen that movie yet well, I'm g- I haven't either, but I'm going to see it now after what I just heard come out of your face. <laughs> well, luckily, uh, they sing it a lot better than me in that movie. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Why does it sound so different saying like a sound came out of your mouth versus a sound came out of your face? It's so different. It's like something coming out of someone's face is so like... Um, but it- it reminds me of uh, Max and Finn's birthday party. A friend of ours that was there, I said, she was asking who was Max, who was Finn. And I said, oh, that's Max right there with the red, red hair. And then that's Finn. And uh, my friend said, oh, you mean the one walking around with Stephanie's face on his head? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah. That's funny. Well, Nina asked us what inspires you to create. Did you have something that came to mind, May? Uh, probably like sort of um, gaping hole in my soul, <laughs> like a, a <laughs> like a I, I, a combination of like a need for approval, and um, you know some childhood attachment wound, and then also just like I am a, really a big fan of so many people and and of comedy, and I, I think I remain like a big fan person, and and mm-hmm. so I still like love going to see comedy and like I, yeah like, like I I feel like a fan wow. still I don't know and of course nice. Jesus Christ our Lord <laughs> inspires me and Savior yeah <laughs> now uh, let's go back to your gaping hole which I laughed <laughs> at and I apologize because I was like that's hilarious and then you're like no I'm dead serious <laughs> Fortune you were laughing at May's gaping hole well, I mean well May sometimes has a dry sense of humor like Jesus Christ uh, that part yeah, yeah. similar Jesus tone Christ has similar a dry tone. sense of humor yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, wait, is May, I don't think May's kidding about that. <laughs> about the gaping hole? Well, I'm reading a book right now that is kind of about feeling the need to to achieve and perform all the time and, and where that comes from. And and like, yeah, so it's making me think about, about whether that's a healthy urge. But then at this point, it's just my job. I don't have any other qualifications. So I guess also there's stuff I want to, I want to be heard, like stuff I want to say mm-hmm. and express and yeah I don't know what about you guys well I'm curious just because this came up in my therapy session this morning about being seen and heard Mm. Uh do you both feel seen and heard because I have to say I do yeah I do too I feel seen and heard Mm -hmm. and I think that I 
maybe didn't when I first started in stand-up and mm-hmm. I felt like I had so much to say and so many thoughts and feelings and wanted to express these different ideas. And I still have that, but it's definitely not, personally, it's not coming from, I don't feel seen or heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel I feel seen and heard by my family, by Stephanie, by strangers. I don't know. That's really nice, though. Yeah. But that's interesting that you're like, the thinking back, that was probably part of it. I definitely feel like, and this is so, so crazy, but I feel like there's a part of me that, especially in my early 20s and stuff, that wanted straight audiences to be like, oh, this person's just like me, which is so obvious. Of course, they should know that. But just like getting, just being like, guys, this is not the most important thing about me. And we're the same. And we can, and we all laugh at the same thing. I think that was like an mm-hmm. underlying impulse of like, Mm-hmm. I want people to relate to like my love stories as much as I relate to like watching Titanic. <laughs> Wait, that's mm-hmm. a weird example, but like, <laughs> like you know, I grew up watching straight love stories. Like, I, I so I felt right. compelled to like very much write for straight audiences, but not changing myself, but being like, I want people to feel. Do you still go in that direction? Do you feel or or have that need or maybe uh, the inspiration still coming from there? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely with gender stuff, like trying to explain myself constantly and and be like, everybody has a gender and a relationship to gender. It's not limited to just trans people or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. we all exist on that spectrum and can like interrogate it and have a relationship with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm being serious today. It's crazy. I know. That's, that's all right. right. All the while, very handsome. Thank you so wow. much. As long like, as so handsome. Seriously handsome. <laughs> seriously handsome. <laughs> in fact, speaking of handsome, this morning when I went in to um, say goodbye to Stephanie before I went to the doctor, I walk into our closet and she turns, looks at me, and she says, you look so handsome. Oh, she's never said that to me before. And I said, wait, what? And she said, I, I, I've never, ever <laughs> said that to you. I don't know. She said, I don't know why that just came out of my mouth. And I said, that is so interesting. Oh, that's that so nice. And how did it feel? I, I mean, it felt just the same as, um, you know, pretty. yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> you know, I don't know that people look at me and they're like, well, isn't Tig so pretty? <laughs> Um, <laughs> pretty has kind of a I think that the Pippi Longstocking vibe fortune yeah. girl you are so pretty too uh, um, <laughs> but you know what um, there is this weird thing where every now and then when I have makeup on and someone takes a picture of me I pointed out to Stephanie I said there is this person that appears from time to time when I have makeup on and they take a picture, pretty little lady shows up. Oh my God. And I and I look like a pretty little lady. Yeah. And I showed it to Stephanie and we laughed so hard. And every now and then she'll show me a picture of me and she'll be like, oh, pretty little lady was out pretty to dinner tonight. Look at your pretty little lady. A pretty little lady was backstage. And it's not always, but every now and then pretty little lady is in a in a is in a photo. And I never know when she's gonna show up. And it makes us laugh so hard because it does not look like me. That's, That's so, so funny, funny that it's not even like a particular angle. It's just like an energy that 
appears and i'm picturing like a pretty little lady lady batting your eyelids it's as though i never was gay and i'm just living my straight life and and i and we get a little glimpse into what pretty little lady looks like i imagine all three of us are the type that if someone were to say you look really pretty Mm -hmm. the three of us would all be like Oh, thanks. It's like kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Grandma. But then if they're like, "Oh, how dapper, how handsome," we're like, "Yeah." Oh, thank you. You know, like we're yeah. like more. That suits us more uh-huh. than when it feels so silly when someone's like, I get it sometimes too. If I like, I do characters that have makeup. They're like, "You look so pretty," and I'm like, "You're like okay." Well, that character's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> This feels weird to accept for myself. But I'm trying to start describing my male friends as pretty. Like my straight male friends. It's, most of my friends are, are straight British guys. And, and I'm like, you look mm. beautiful. Like I, I want to tell, like, do you tell Max and Finn they're beautiful? I, we we got to make sure we do. Yeah. yeah. I tell they're beautiful. They're adorable. They're handsome. I just. All the, th- uh, all the things. Yeah. And they are. And pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And pretty. <laughs> Pretty, pretty is a weird lads. word. <laughs> pretty does feel like, why well, aren't you so pretty? Like yeah. a, you're talking to a five-year-old girl or something. Yeah. Look at your pigtails. I'll ask people, you know, just in an awkward situation, I'll ask, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> like at the doctor's office? <laughs> just any time I can just get someone to squirm out the answer to that. That's so funny. You like making people squirm in general. I, I do. Do you think I'm pretty? My mother was very beautiful. Like, very mm-hmm. beautiful. Same. My father was... Um, oh, same. What? <laughs> we, everyone's mom's beautiful and I didn't say anything and i was like wait i should say my mom is just you. my mo- i always say my mother was gorgeous my father was not and that makes me drop dead cute <laughs> do you think that um wanting people to think you're handsome inspires any of your creativity guys i don't know if i feel handsome pretty or gorgeous i feel like i i fall in the like cute category yeah like adorable kind of thank you fortune are you speaking about me directly i'm talking about you (laughs) yeah no or do you feel adorable fortune i just i get a lot of like you're so cute you're adorable that kind of stuff more than like handsome and pretty no you're both also beautiful and handsome and pretty Oh. We just wanted to make each other feel I'm good I'm just today. imagining someone tuning into this podcast for the first time and being like, what is this? It's just us being like, you're beautiful. Complimenting each other. <laughs> I don't think that my motivation is ever like in the looks department when it comes mm-hmm. to content. It would take when you said, "Have you do you feel seen and heard? I think. I think I didn't feel seen and heard until I put out my first hour special. Mm-hmm. Um, I think before that, like I ne- I felt so misunderstood or like nobody really knew my voice or what I did. No one really knew what to do with me. And then that was the first time I got to just be like, well, here's my story mm-hmm. and here's who I am. And that I feel like I've, that was when I first started getting seen and heard. But I think as far as like, feeling handsome i always feel ridiculous on stage like i don't feel like oh this i'm gonna be they're gonna think i'm real sexy when i tell this story i'm always like (laughs) over the top and big and it's like more ridiculous than anything 
Yeah. You are ridiculous and adorable. <laughs> but it's Thank true that you. like trying to look cool or hot is the enemy of comedy. It, well, it is it is interesting that it, that that angle of cool and hot. It it doesn't work for me. Like I'm mm. always in like becoming some gargoyle like creature from my teens and that doesn't come across to me just so you know when i watch your comedy i do get the more handsome vibe oh thanks i think i think like there's something <laughs> cool about fortune you need to cool it off yeah well i'm right. just you know okay. revving you are up a married woman <laughs> yeah I, your stuff's like funny but you also come across as cool when i watch it here is the pact that we have to all be involved in and it's that we never allow our comedy to be the kind of comedy where you're like full on acting like you are a rock star no. before you go on stage right like, oh like know. air box shadow box oh, we can't air box oh, no. <laughs> you can't air box and then you can't do like I'm so intense like yeah yeah I did li- like when I started yeah. did you ever do when you started have a moment of like look I remember being like 15 and doing stand-up and just impersonating other stand-ups basically like and and I remember smoking a cigarette on stage because you could still mm. smoke inside and I yeah. I bombed because everyone was like this is so who is this child smoking on <laughs> and it, yeah it was so not cool but I'm this glad I got over that smoking <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there were so many comedians that were really pacing around and and really intense, deep thinkers. And maybe mm-hmm. there was a smoker in there, and maybe someone had a drink. Or, mm-hmm. but there, I feel like there's so many people just trying to present themselves as like I'm intense. I'm deep. Yeah. I'm on the edge. I am I'm like tortured. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. It's it's just I feel like that stuff just happens authentically and you don't have to be pacing around smoking agreed. and doing um intense stares into the camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Okay, so let's say you just had a special come out or something come out that you've been working really hard on and then you're kind of like starting from scratch or you're just sitting around like well, what do I do now? What is mm. like the jumping off point? Like, are you always thinking about, well, what's my next hour of stand up going to be? Or are you like, what's my next project going to be? Or not me. I'm always yeah. like, I'm always worried I'm not going to have anything to say. Mm. That's always my greatest fear is like, mm-hmm. I just put out an hour. What now? Like, what do I say? I, and so I really sit with that for like a couple months of like, I don't know what to say. And then I have to kind of start forcing myself to sit down and think about things and like i i keep a note like uh, on the note section of my phone Mm. i'll keep Mm -hmm. like stories and stuff so i'll just have to like go through that and be Mm -hmm. like what what is funny of those things and i'll start like hashing them out but then i don't find a narrative till much later into whatever this hour is yeah how about when you find an old note of what you clearly thought was hilarious and you cannot piece together what the hell that meant. Yes, that's definitely happened. Oh my gosh. I'll just jot things down on a piece of paper or napkin and I'll be like, okay, I'm sure I'll know what that is because that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stumble upon it and I'm like, what on 
earth yeah. could that possibly be? And mm-hmm. I'll run it by Stephanie, and she's like, I do not know, and it makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love, I think we've talked about this, Tig, like I love when people bomb, so I, I, mm-hmm. I love watching someone bomb. I don't mind bombing myself, like I find it so... Same. Oh, it's just... Mm. It's I like, don't enjoy it. It's like, oh, we're alive, <laughs> and it's so embarrassing to have been like, I thought this was funny. I 100% and like... I flew here. I flew here on a plane and told you something (laughs) that I had a very off perspective about. Yeah. And uh, now I'm going to pack up my things and fly home. I the other day told someone I was in... I was actually in bed with someone and I told them this. Oh, yeah. And then she. <laughs> All right. Wi Fi went out. <laughs> Wi Fi went out. It'll be up in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when my Wi Fi went out, I was telling this sure. person. Um, and then. I, I thought it was really funny and, and she went oh, that's interesting and I went oh, like funny though and she went no I don't, I don't think it would work on stage and, and I was like I'm, I'm gonna prove you wrong and then did it on stage it's still not funny but how many times did you do it on stage yeah only I feel once. like you gotta do it at least three you times you gotta try to yeah. go yeah okay it's just yeah. that I was having a massage and then okay. I was imagining I was trying to relax and so I was imagining wait fortune are you prepared for this awkward situation yeah. I'm 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 ready for it where May is trying out material on us <laughs> okay go on no, no. you're getting a massage but let's just pretend we're in, bay, in bed with May in bed. okay May tells us you're this. in bed with me I've just told you you're so pretty so handsome yeah. oh my gosh May is so handsome <laughs> But also, this is not material yet. This is just the anecdote that I think one day could be material. Oh, I make. I hear it as your closer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was getting a massage, and I was mm-hmm. imagining that I sometimes imagine that the masseuse is God, and they're creating me out of clay or something. And then I, so I think it's like a benevolent creator who just loves me and is making me out of clay. <laughs> and I was saying it's that's a good way to a cool thing to do. But don't tell the masseuse that that's what you're doing because it'll freak them out. Because I did tell the masseuse. <laughs> you you told the masseuse that, that you thought they that were God? Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, sometimes I imagine, I just said it like I just said it. I mean, sometimes I imagine like you're God and I'm like, you're creating me. I honestly <laughs> would not know how to respond to that. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And what did God say? They just sort of awkwardly chuckled and were like, okay. <laughs> Well, I imagine I mean, you're God and you're creating me. They're like, um, is this enough pressure? Yeah. And, and also it was one of those like apps where they come to your house. And I think the guy, the poor guy just was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> what, am, what situation am I in? Oh my gosh. Yeah. that That's a funny bit for like, um, if you're writing your show, you know, when you're writing your show for you to act out. To act out, but not to, to yeah, because what? I couldn't when I said it on stage I just I just said it like that and everyone was like wow I still say use it as your closer (laughs) and call my next show benevolent creator masseuse Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely but I also think that you should put together your strongest best material and then just awkwardly end your show with uh I don't even know if this is funny but I told this (laughs) this girl once yeah i, go, I told bed. this girl then i told it on stage it didn't work then i told it on a podcast I tried it on the podcast 
So what inspires May to create being in bed with someone? Well, someone saying that's not a lot funny. of. Dr- <laughs> and then I go, well, just too late. Let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. I will say next time you get a massage, though, try that. It's pretty spiritual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, don't tell them, but imagine that. Thinking, thinking of them as their God and creating us. Yeah, or the universe or whatever you want. Like, just, and that. Okay. That, that it's like infinite love from the universe. <laughs> I'll do it. I honestly can't wait. <laughs> You're going to have to because we still have a little while before the episode That's true. ends. I can't do a, I can't mm-hmm. go just do a massage right now. But I, I just imagined the reverse and how freaked out I would be if a masseuse said to me, hey, okay, so I want you to imagine I'm God. <laughs> you might be open to it. Yeah. Tig and I would be like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to call your manager. <laughs> Hi, can I speak with the manager? Uh, this freak. <laughs> Just called me God. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, when you when you write stuff, imagine a specific person watching it? I don't think Like that so. you're performing it to one person? Like, I think I'm, like, I if every time I post something on Instagram, I'm imagining, like, a couple girls who bullied me from high school seeing that post. Oh, interesting. Like, is there anyone who you like want to be seen and heard by specifically? I'm always hoping Oprah will watch one of my videos <laughs> and invite me on a hike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't think I've ever thought about any, anyone in particular. Cool. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you guys get inspired by other comics? Like, like, do you ever watch someone and go, fuck, that was good, oh, man. Maria Bamford, Maria Bamford, yeah. Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. I'm she always, was always like, creating, too. Oh, my God. And and talk about watching someone bomb. I've seen Maria Bamford bomb, and it is, you know, I, I, I feel for her if she's not enjoying the experience. But <laughs> as a fan, I'm like... The audience is wrong, first yeah, of all. Totally. Um, you're brilliant. And second of all, it's still hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, she's the kind of comedian where when I watch her, I go, Why am I doing that? Why do I do stand up? <laughs> yeah. When Maria Bamford exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when people just have a skill that you don't like, a type of com, like she's so singular and it's so, mm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's so great. She's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like will watch people's either live or their specials and be like oh i gotta start writing more yeah that's usually what's always it always goes back to like i gotta go write more right yeah Yeah. i just watched um john early's special and the way he moves his face like that's one thing i really don't have like i i say a lot of words and stuff but i'm not aware of what's going on with my face or body at all i'm just like Mm -hmm. not that connected to it but so watching the way he moves his body and his his face and his expressions he's such a clown and and it's just so amazing to watch like the precision mm-hmm. of the movements that mm-hmm. i'm like fuck i and then i think for like a week i'm like i want to do that and then i try <laughs> and then i just go back to talking about my masseuse you you give it a whirl and then somebody's like what were you doing with your face up yeah there? they're like so are you okay <laughs> yeah well i am glad that comedy is has shifted into that place where people being themselves Mm -hmm. is like 
what people want yeah mm-hmm. you know like the uniqueness of of different comics and like it's not just like about a setup and punchline anymore mm-hmm. but it's like what's your story yeah mm-hmm. what makes you you like i'm i'm glad we're kind of entering that space now because that's more interesting to me yeah mm-hmm. and, and realizing that that almost like the more specific you are the more you universal it is Mm -hmm. it's such a weird phenomenon yeah you know it reminds me of you know when you're a kid and your parents tell you oh you you know they're jealous or you (laughs) just you have to be yourself and all of those things you don't really believe or know to be true yet yeah Mm -hmm. and and you're just like yeah right you're my mother so you're (laughs) telling me that people think i'm smart or whatever Mm -hmm. it is funny and then you get older and you have the experience or hopefully have the experience that the more you are yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. the more you stand out. Yeah. And, and yeah. now like the people I want to be friends with are the people that are the most authentically themselves. And, and not, the older you get, the more it's, you can really pick up on someone who's not themselves or and it, it can make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like a trap. Someone being like, just be yourself on stage and and then it is like a self-esteem firing squad because you're like, oh, okay, well, everyone's going to relate to this masseuse story. And then everyone's <laughs> like, that's freaky. <laughs> but it does feel like how could that possibly be enough to get yeah. people to hear and understand me? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, that's 100% the direct route there. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I remember starting out my my material was way less personal and then you really feel like a palpable change in the audience reaction like people are so there for it when the more you mm-hmm. i mean unless you're doing a different genre of comedy like of which there are many but yeah i definitely felt like a total shift in how much people were connecting mm-hmm. and who who are comedians that inspire you me anybody that's listening <laughs> Hello. Hello. Nobody was saying me. I inspire myself. <laughs> me. <laughs> Who, me? Um, me. I mean, I, I always. Uh, it's interesting. I, I grew up watching more like sketch comedy. Same. Than mm-hmm. I did um, stand up. So I don't have like. When everyone's like, "Who's your who? Who you listened to growing up?" I didn't really mm-hmm. listen to stand up, but I was like obsessed with Carol Burnett. Mm. and watching like old reruns of her show i always love like will ferrell molly shannon like those over the top kind of characters that they did you want to be on snl yeah that was my dream for a long time i Mm -hmm. tested twice for the show back in 2009 2010 i thought that was like my path and so when that didn't pan out you just you know shift the dream shifts and then i started to get a lot more serious about stand-up probably in the last seven years i would say mm-hmm. um so now i'm you know looking at comics uh, and i think the people that i resonate with the most aren't as known mm-hmm. same I, I ironically you know it's like I, there's all these like local comics like in new york that i'll go watch and i'm like they're so funny you know yeah that you know they're up and coming or whatnot yeah i i, I also had was into sketch comedy and like uh, SCTV and Kids in the Hall and British comedy and stuff. But but then, I mean, you you guys definitely I'm a fan of. And I remember, yeah, like like your pacing take is so that's so something I can't do. I've I nervously like fill every every silent moment and like I remember <laughs> seeing you on Conan and being like, oh my god, like a master of confidence. It, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's electric. Yeah. yeah. And then who else? 
Yeah, silly I guess people. That's all I was waiting to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I can laughs> well, Sarah Silverman was always. Yeah. I was always inspired by her being so unique. Like I was like, there's no one like her. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. And Sarah's like, no matter how successful Sarah gets, I mean, she just continues to write and work mm-hmm. on stand up. Yeah. Isn't too proud to go do some, you know, random weird show you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. she's same with like margaret cho it's Mm. it's Mm -hmm. the same thing it's like you see them have this great success they become these iconic comedians and they're they're not jumping off the boat yeah as soon as they get a tv show they're like Mm -hmm. still going back to and have never stepped away from the stand-up stage did you watch Mm -hmm. the joan rivers documentary Mm -hmm. that was pretty Mm -hmm. Well, fascinating on so many levels, but also made me feel real lazy because, man, she, I mean, in her the 80s. The file cabinet with all the yeah, jokes. Yeah, the file cabinet yeah. with oh, that was millions wild. of jokes and then doing like an hour of new material every week mm. or something in her 80s. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie got tickets for us to go see her. It was shortly before she died. And seeing her run around the stage in high heels <laughs> in her 80s. Yeah destroying the room was mind-blowing i I have to say though the one thing that kind of broke my heart watching that documentary was that she said she doesn't feel like a comedian which is that that she's an actress yeah and i was i was i was what i know that's but isn't that just isn't that just misogyny basically like a lifetime of of just not feeling in the club and being like well I must be different to these guys then even though but I mean she started out as an actor and so that's right. how she saw herself yeah. is is first and foremost she's an actor I kind of relate to like not feel like I feel like I'm there's an element of acting in stand-up and, I, and I'm always like embarrassed to say I'm a stand-up even though I've, I've well I do it all the time and I like mm-hmm. yeah I don't know you're embarrassed why yeah, I just I, I've never felt quite part of the club. Like I, I guess now I've, yeah, I wouldn't. I would say I'm a com- I'm a comedian, or but I would I don't know if I'd say like I'm a stand up because even though that I mm. I am I guess mm-hmm. seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> so is there a stand up you look to as for inspiration or the I mean just Maria. I mean Maria Bamford in, inspires me. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I'm just like. But then there's comedian. I mean, I love, I just love silliness, and mm-hmm. I, I, I just love it yeah. so much. Yeah. And 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 you get silliness even from Maria Bamford, who could be talking about being in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. There's still silliness in there, and even you know Sarah Silverman, no matter where she's going, there's silliness in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Zach Galifianakis. Same, same. I, yeah. I, yeah. I Conan, love, um, like, I, like Conan it, is so mm-hmm. dumb. Yeah. When I, and, then, and then, yeah, like John Doerr, do you know who John yeah, Doerr is? Yeah, I love John Doerr. I, he is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> he is the dumbest person alive. But yeah, Conan O'Brien was big in, for me and being in school and being like, because so many comedians at that time, it felt like we're, pointing the finger outward and being like too cool and then conan mm-hmm. was like i'm ridiculous and i'm and always making fun of himself on a show and mm-hmm. being like this clown and i i loved it i was like oh, I, that i can d- get <laughs> i can yeah. do like i love that yeah. yeah and it's always fun to just see entertainers themselves having a good time yeah mm-hmm. you know like 
Oh, it's fun to watch you have fun, too. Oh, man, like Martin Short on stage. You just can tell he's having the time of his life. The mm-hmm. dumbest person alive. <laughs> yeah, it's the <laughs> dumbest person yeah. alive. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, should we hear what Nina has to say? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Handsome Pod, there are a lot of things that inspire me to create, from reading books to hanging out with my friends, but really mostly a delicious bottle of Pinot Noir. Cheers! Oh. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Some some drunk creating is fun, too. I was not expecting the bottle of Pinot Noir. (laughs) Nor was I. I, I've never been... I, I know a lot of people... Do you guys drink before... You're on stage? I used um, to. Not much. Maybe like a couple sips sometimes of something. Yeah. Sometimes just the sense memory of being relaxed, like having a couple mm-hmm. sips of a whiskey soda, my brain will go, oh, you must be relaxed. But no. Mm-hmm. You? Yeah. No, no. And I've had like a secret fantasy of getting <laughs> just... Shit face. <laughs> yes. Let's do a show where <laughs> and we... going on stage and just seeing what happens... We should go and do, do the drunken handsome tour together. <laughs> yeah. So we're, down. Where we're all three trashed and we do whatever, like 30 minutes each <laughs> uh, and see what happens. Light our careers on fire. Just yes. get, name names, get really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, name what? names. I did that drunk history show where you, oh, you, did? Oh, you did? hammered and then tell a story. And then... How was that? I mean, it's hard to know when you're going to be the most drunk. And I, (laughs) they like, I was drunk for sure, but they rapped and then the height of my drunkness hit. Oh my God. Right as they, right when they rap. So I was like bananas post filming. (laughs) (laughs) Like how drunk and what did you, how much did you drink? Like a lot, a lot of whiskey. I drank a bunch of whiskey. And what's a bunch? I mean, gosh, I don't even know. Like. Five whiskeys, five whiskey drinks. Yeah. Five or five or six. Oh, that's a lot. I would yeah. be hospitalized. <laughs> well, they have a nurse that they had a nurse there that like takes your vitals. No. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and that's I when just, you know you've made a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember having to pee a lot too. Because yeah. I was uh-huh. drinking it so much. So yeah, so it was like, you know, when you're filming something, you don't know what when the window's gonna hit where you're at peak drunk. How long does it take you to get to peak drunk? I'm I'm a pretty I can drink a lot. It takes me a lot to get tipsy, so I have to drink. I have to start a couple hours before I want to be <laughs> oh drunk. Oh my gosh! Before you want the party started. Yeah, before I really want to get wild. <laughs> I I don't get drunk a lot because I don't have the patience right. to wait and drink keep drinking till i get to that point i'm just like this is pointless well on the on the drunk handsome handsome of you yeah (laughs) i really think we should do a show at largo or something where we explain at the beginning that tig's always had this fantasy of doing a drunk yeah and we watch tig drink or or you leave the stage and then you come back out and you do a lot it does not take a lot crowd work does not take a lot yeah (laughs) Ooh, it should be the drunken crowd work yeah that would be fun love it Oh my well, there god! You go. It's Horrifying. kind of win-win because if you are killing, it's amazing. If and then if mm-hmm. you're, I, I mean, if something goes wrong and you're just being mean to people or something, then I love that even more. It, like yeah. I love when people. <laughs> <laughs> we just go out and we're just so ruthlessly mean to the audience. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> so funny. 
Well, something to plan for. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll just see our listeners on the drunken, handsome crowd work uh, <laughs> tour. Not for the faint of heart. That's right. No. Get no. your bourbon. Get your whiskey. <laughs> I did enjoy getting to hear about everybody's like creative side that was cool yeah that was so Mm -hmm. cool look at us learning about each other look at us pretty little ladies (laughs) pretty little ladies learning (laughs) and drinking tig do you have anything you'd like to promote for our lovely handsome listeners fortune i do i'm gonna be in torrington connecticut on september 15th rochester new york september 16th wilmington delaware september 17th colorado springs september 25th Breckenridge, Colorado, September 28th. La Crosse, Wisconsin, October 28th. Also, the rest of October, early to mid to late. I mean, basically all of October. I'm going to be doing a European tour, but all that information's at my website, tignotaro.com. And then let us not forget that I am taping my next special November 4th in Brooklyn at King's Theater. I believe the early show is sold out, and so there are late show tickets left for you to grab. That's exciting. Also, I want to remind our listeners that on September 12th, I'm doing a live show of my other podcast. It's called Don't Ask Tig, and my two guests are Fortune Feimster and Mae Martin, and it's going to be a live streaming show. Get your tickets at Don't Ask Tig dot org and look at our handsome faces online mm-hmm. and fortune what about you do you have anything to promote yes tig thank you for asking absolutely fortune <laughs> starting <laughs> september 15th i'm going to be in san antonio texas and new orleans then uh, a couple weeks after that portland oregon spokane washington boise minneapolis sioux falls south dakota oakland california evansville indiana dayton ohio and Charleston, West Virginia, and then we're putting uh, Florida dates on sale soon, so be on the lookout for that, fortunefamester.com. Nice. So, May, do you have anything you want to tell our handsome podcast folks about? I want to tell them I love them, and I want to tell them that I'm doing a Largo show September 13th, May Martin and Friends with uh, Nicole Byers doing it, and a bunch of a bunch of really fun people and then also on the 16th and 17th i'm at the elysian doing improv with stephanie allen and alana johnson all right well until next time keep it handsome yeah handsome is hosted by me tig notaro may martin and fortune themester the show is produced recorded and edited by thomas willette email us at handsomepod@gmail.com. at gmail.com follow us on social media at handsomepod.